Hello, and welcome to season two of You Heard Me Right, a podcast that brings people together through creativity, collaboration, and colorful conversation. I'm your host, Casey Willis, a creator, arts advocate, and dare say now a podcaster. (laughs) It's so wild to be here with you all again. I mean, season one took us on all sorts of creative adventures from robot wars to encounters with screeching underwater demons to enlightening discussions about our political climate and love and magic. And if you happen to be there for season one, you're probably like, yeah, I remember all of that. That's totally what happened. But if you're joining us for the first time, everything I just said is probably making you wonder, what is this podcast actually about? Okay, You Heard Me Right is kind of like a creative assembly line where we give a writer a one to two word theme that serves as a source of inspiration for a short form written piece. That written piece is then given to two different audio artists who use it as the jumping off point for an original sonic response. The three artists have no contact with one another until we all meet up to listen to the creations, discuss the creative process, and anything else that comes to mind. Last year, we invited all of our guests to our Atlanta treehouse. This year, we're taking You Heard Me Right on the road. So let's get this season started with our first tour stop in New York City. The theme for today's episode is... Waffle. People often ask how the themes for You Heard Me Right episodes are chosen, and similar to the naming of the Dada art movement of the 20th century, where the founder simply pointed to a word in a dictionary and decided, that's what the name's gonna be. The theme selection process for this show is pretty random. In the case of Waffle, I might have just been hungry. And we're going to satisfy your hunger for the first of this season's 30 world premiere artistic creations right after this break. This episode is brought to you by Rockstar Energy Drink. Be honest, are you procrastinating by listening to this podcast? It's okay. You just need Rockstar Focus. Choose from three delicious flavors, each crafted with ingredients for an ideal energy and mental boost, like lion's mane, 200 milligrams of caffeine, and zero sugar. Visit rockstarenergy.com to learn more. At least 75 milligrams of caffeine has been shown to help improve attention. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Okay, I guess I was hungrier than I initially thought, so I decided I'd come grab a bite at the You Heard Me Right Diner. Would you like to join me? I promise you won't be subjected to my loud chewing noises while I introduce you to today's three guest artists. First up is our writer, Robin. I'm Robin Hopkins. I'm a writer, an actor, a podcaster. I'm a mom. I'm a lady who likes family and friends and fun and movies and, and entertainment and all that jazz. 
In terms of working on this project and it being with anonymous people, like, I don't even have any preconceived ideas as to what the sound people have done. But I can't wait to see. Here? <laughs> to hear. Robin will now read her piece entitled, One Lady, Three Waffles. Waffle. Verb. Fail to make up one's mind. Many times I vacillated, like a fan placed in front of a window on a hot summer night. I refused to decide which direction to go, often making the situation worse. There were those women I dated where I thought, is this what love is supposed to feel like? I should leave. But it might work out. There was my mom. My mind raced when I thought of her. I can help her. I can fix her. Instantly followed by, no, she's never going to stop drinking. I should set some boundaries. Even now, years after she's gone, I think, she wasn't an alcoholic, was she? Parenting keeps me second-guessing myself. Let me tell you something, kid. I'll be the judge of what's best for you. Now stop crying. My yelling is followed by self-doubt and mom shame. I apologize to my child, and I hope that by cleaning up my mess, I'm doing a better job parenting than was done for me. But I still worry. But waffle is also a noun. A small, crisp batter cake baked in a waffle iron and eaten hot with butter or syrup. The word evokes images of my daughter, a waitress delivering her a plate of steamy waffles loaded with strawberries and whipped cream. My daughter's smile is broad, her eyes sparkly, fork and knife poised for attack. Her joy is palpable. Waffle is also an adjective, denoting a style of fine honeycomb weaving or a fabric woven to give a honeycomb effect. For me, the word moves beyond fabric or indecisiveness or high caloric breakfasts. It represents the interwoven moments of our lives, those times we fell in love but our hearts got broken just the same, the loss of loved ones, and the moments where we bathed in the bliss of maple syrup on a hot waffle. These memories, entwined, make a life, the good, the bad, the ugly, and the delicious. Okay, if I could leave One Lady Three Waffles a Yelp review right now, it would say, an unexpected comfort food delight. Five stars. What do you think? Oh, oops, sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you while you're still deciding what to order. Uh, okay, why don't you go ahead, keep browsing the menu, and our first guest audio artist, Adrian, can share the recipe for the creative approach he took to making his artistic response happen. My name is Adrian Bridges. I'm a guitarist, composer, and sound designer uh, from Philadelphia. I live in New York and Harlem now. When I first got the piece and I started reading, these ideas just started coming to my brain, weaving together. And it's like, well, I, I need the all these sounds that, to then weave together in some sort of way. And so it sort of just like took off in my brain very quickly. And then it was a matter of figuring out how to realize that on, you know, in, in the studio. Sweet. Thanks, Adrian. Mmm, speaking of sweet, you maybe want to go halvesies with me on some dessert? I hope you have as big of an appetite as I do, because our second audio artist, Kia, is ready to put the icing on the cake. Yum! Hey, my name is Kia Siobhan. I'm an audio engineer. I've been doing this for about 13 years now. I love it. Music has always been my passion. 
I feel like not knowing who was working on this project with me or who wrote the piece was a relief. It gave me complete freedom to do whatever I felt, use my own mind and not like try to satisfy anyone. Well, now that all of the ingredients have been added, our guest artists are ready to serve up a piping hot stack of creative goodies. Today's final course, consisting of three strangers, two sonic responses, and one delightful chat, is on the other side of this break. Uh, let me let me just grab a to-go box, and then we can head out. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock-climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like a gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. It's happening. We we are here. Hello, Adrian and Robin and Kia. I feel like we should be inside of a a diner at a booth somewhere eating eating breakfast for our meeting today. But welcome to You Heard Me Right. I'm so happy to have you all here. Of course, as you know, there was a theme of waffle given to Robin, who, as I'm sure you now know, is the writer of The Three of You. And Robin was tasked with coming up with a written response to that theme, which she did, and then gave to the two of you to respond to in the sound, which you did. And so before we dive in and get started, I would love to play the pieces for everyone to hear, and then we can, like, talk about stuff. So (laughs) I believe we have Adrian's piece queued up first, and so here is his response to the waffle.
And now, if you, you still have a little bit of room in your in your bellies, let's uh, let's have a second waffle if we if we can. Here is Kia's <laughs> audio response. Robin, you served us some waffles, and then Adrian added the the syrup, and Yankia added the plant based <laughs> butter. What 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 are your thoughts right now? Oh, you cry. Oh, I just I got no, I got like really emotional there. I don't even know what happened. I'm crying like a baby over here. That's okay. You, you wanna, oh my god, you am go. I at therapy? What happened? <laughs> they were Could both be. both pieces were so beautiful. I mean, I just I. I'm without words. That's rare. That was just really beautiful. It was powerful. Thanks. It was a response to your words. I'm mm-hmm. just amazing. I like I just feel like both of them the tone was exactly the words. What happened? What happened? Why am I crying? <laughs> I thought the the words were really evocative, and they just spoke to me pretty instantly. There was this passing theme, and that's what I started with, like the the sound that kind of comes in and out. And then there was uh, the joy of the waffles, and I, I just wanted to to get to a place where um, you could feel that that joy that I know waffles bring for me. I, I love making waffles at home, and it's like uh, one of the the great. Sunday breakfasts that my my partner and I do. So I just wanted to to bring that in. So I made some waffles, and then I recorded all these sounds of of the making waffles and tried to make a rhythm out of that. And it was that it, it was all there in in the piece that you gave us. So it was just a um, you know it came to me pretty quickly what I wanted to do with it. And it was just a matter of like executing it. I could I could feel the sections of it. In, in in your sound, I could feel, and like when you transitioned into the fabric and brought the guitar in, it was so, that was so powerful because I could feel how layered it was and, and how, how dense. It was just, it was beautiful. It was really beautiful. Thank you. Okay, so when I first received the piece, I saw that it, it was way more deep than I had anticipated, mm-hmm. like a waffle could be. 
<laughs> Absolutely. So initially, when I first saw the word waffle, I was like, okay, breakfast, happy, cheery. And then I read the piece and I was like, oh, they're taking us on a journey journey. Okay. So my initial, before I even knew what the topic was going to be, I thought I would make like a soundscape, an audioscape type of thing. I went out, got a little field recorder, and I thought it'd be like that simple. But then when I read the piece, I said, okay, we're going to have to dig a little deeper and really compose a piece and like take us through all of these different emotions that they're describing in this poem. So there was like the angst and anxiety in the first section going into the just the joy and the happiness of like actual the actual vibe I think of when I think of waffles and then I had to tie that into just tie everything in together the happiness and the angst that they mentioned in the beginning of the poem because you know they mentioned waffle as being you know a honeycomb type pattern like the the weaving so I, I figured I'd weave both sections in together and also like let the piece breathe a little bit more and end on a more joyful note because that's also how the writing ends. So I, I really just followed what was written. Beautiful. Just beautiful. Coming in, Robin, I don't know if you had any expectations or, or knew of anything that was going to happen, but it seems like both pieces sort of had a very visceral uh, effect on you. So uh, I don't... Did, did you... I mean, did you have any expectations? Did you think that, I guess, Adrian and Kia were going to sort of tap into the piece in the ways that they did? I mean, I don't know what expectations I had. I was like, I don't know, maybe there's going to be like some avant-garde thing that's going to happen. Like maybe someone's just going to be like hitting cowbells for an hour. I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, let's just see what happens. So I, I was really super open. I think that's why I was so struck because I didn't, I didn't expect, uh, I don't know, like, like as a writer, you you write these things and you put them out there and then you hope that somebody went on a journey. But to have it captured sonically, I, I was just very like, holy crap. I was like, that's that's both of them. I was like, during both of them, I was like, that's what I was, that's, that's that. You know, it was like, and then there was a moment where I started doubting myself. And then I was like, wait a minute. I was like, are you like... Did they just do their own interpretation of Waffle? And I was like, no, no, that's the sections. And I was like, you know, so it was like this whole, like, I just was very surprised at how I knew instantly with both the pieces that they that they got me. I was like, oh, my God, they get me, these two. You know, that, that's a, a weird—I just didn't see it coming. Adrian, I'm curious how— Based on what you heard from Kia's piece, like what is it that you as the, I don't want to say other soundy, but as the mm-hmm. other soundy, um, what is it that you heard that sort of stood out to you? I think the thing that initially hit me was just how angsty the first half was. I was just like, oh, wow, this is like really dour. It, it stayed there for a long time. And I was like, oh, she really went to that place. And um uh, and and then it was so wonderful when it came out of there. I was like, oh, she is going to, like, hit these other parts of, of this thing. And I was just, like, grooving with it after that. I, I really loved, you know, it, and, and that kind of mirrored the piece, too, which was so long on, on the page as being in this kind of dark um, in kind of place where, um, you know, my— Association with waffles is so much about joy, and and the piece was was so dark for so long of it, and and I thought Kia really captured that, and and similar to the 
the writing that Robin did, it kind of came out of that, and then there was that joy, and I, I loved that. Okay, yeah, yes, I interpreted that very literally. <laughs> um, but for Adrian's piece, I thought it was beautiful how it still had, it was very waffly, like, from the beginning. It had breakfast feels, and I love that. Um, I can tell that, you know, you recorded actual, like, breakfast-making sounds. It sounded like there might have been a timer, and it was like, some like just utensils going on and I thought that was awesome. The crunch. I love the way he like tied it all together. And then like <laughs> the guitars at the end and the instruments at the end reminded me of like the Law and Order uh theme song, but <laughs> when it all came together, but I loved it. I loved the build up. I thought he did a great job with that. Um, so we've been sort of talking about specifically like this process, the three of you working together and getting the the prompt and interpreting, uh, you know, people's work and like listening to other people. So with it, it's it's so funny thinking back to last year in this process where it felt like we're in a very specific point in time and like clearly by this time next year, like we'll be like chill or whatever um but Finger, fingers crossed I hope fingers, so. fingers crossed <laughs> it, it appears that you know we're still going to be waffling back and forth to uh, <laughs> I see what you did there Oof. i've been waiting for it i've been like okay okay can i say it yet can i say it yet um i'm just between so many different things so how do you deal with kind of improv day to day is it a little tiring exhausting what what is your connection to waffling in your life? Honestly, that's been my life <laughs> pre-pandemic. That's kind of, it's weird. It's like a stable waffling. Like <laughs> my day-to-day, I never wanted it to be the same, consistent, predictable. That's why I could never have a nine-to-five or one of those types of jobs. Like I always knew that with my job, I wanted it to be Something where, like, okay, on Monday, I feel like working from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. On Tuesday, I feel like going to Cancun. On Wednesday, I feel like doing this. I, I, can't, I can't do the consistent. So I haven't really had too much of a problem adapting or adopting to not knowing what's coming next. I'm sort of the opposite. I mean, I'm like an artist who's grown up with a day job for so many years that I I always liked going into my desk with my things and my, you know, and right before the pandemic, I gave up my day job to try to make a go of this art business, you know, like to that that ultimate, I will make a living for my work goal. And um, it, it, it's been a little difficult because it's, you know, <laughs> like exactly what Kia said, because it is one day this and then the next day that. And and I am a little, just a tad bit control oriented. And so it throws me sometimes and I, I have to, I have to just, I have to waffle. I have to like readjust. I have to start fresh and I have to go, okay, it's a new day. Like, and then I put routine in my day to sort of emulate the day job, but the day job is Robin now. But, you know, I, I it's been, I've been in and out on that. On, on on my success rates with with that, not with the outcome of the work, but with the joy level, I'll say. Yeah, I, I kind of agree with Kia personally. That, All right, fine, you two. <laughs> no, it's just some bullshit. I quit <laughs> with this podcast. It's it's just what um, I don't know. It feels very natural as a a freelance artist. You're sort of living gig to gig anyway, so. Uh, 
things changing one day versus another. And I, I mean, for my personal career, I'll I'll be playing guitar on one gig, and then I'll be sound designing on another gig, and then I'll be you know producing a track with my hip hop buddy on on another thing. And it's just like kind of different things at different times. And um, I think it's always a for me a matter of uh, the dare I say, waffling between them. Um, so, you know, it, it's just kind of a, a furthering of that. The, the thing that I, I miss the most, of course, in, in this time is the, is the live performance aspect of it. And it doesn't feel like I've gotten to connect with people over the art in person as much as I would have in in, um, in previous times. And, and so that's what I most look forward to bringing back into um, the rest of this. By the way, that's the coolest part about this whole project for me is, like, as a writer, you never get live feedback. Like, you never get to, like, you, maybe you get a comment on Facebook or whatever, but, I, you know, and I have a book that got published uh, last year, and we were going to do tours, and we were going to be at The Strand, and then COVID hit, and so it was, like, our one chance to read and see what people think, and that didn't happen. So it's it's so funny that you talk about missing that. I Like, this is the first chance, and then I cried like a baby, so it's, like— Maybe I needed to be out there reading more, just on the corner. But this was great. I, I got to see your reactions in the room, too. I, I really loved that uh, about this this process. Yeah, it was amazing. <laughs> so, fun question. Talking a lot of heady creative process, which is fabulous. I love it. Um, breakfast, food, comfort food. I want to know from each of you, do you have a particular food, meal, dish that you make that you're the most proud of, that you would say is your specialty? And if not, is there a particular food, meal, dish that a loved one, a friend, even like your favorite restaurant, like, yeah, like, is there something that you really enjoy making or eating. So yeah, uh, I mean waffles are definitely up there, but uh, but pancakes alongside them, uh, I tend to make quite a bit, and I think they're the dish that I make that brings the most joy to my partner. So that's that's always like really bring makes it extra special, you know. When um, when I make that, I know it makes her happy. So so that that makes <laughs> Robin. I am not a good cook. Although when I do those uh, those meal kits, I feel like a chef. So I mean that feels nice. But honestly, just you know, ice cream. Buying ice cream is really is my happy place. I mean, and candy and sugar. And I, wait, I'm gonna, I'm take it all back. Okay, mine. I make an incredible frozen margarita. This is what I'm talking about, and it is my and I, it is my comfort drink. My I, I do love it. Not mad at and that. ice cream. So thank you. Because like, we had a moment, you don't even know, when you said ice cream. Like, <laughs> I was literally just telling someone yesterday that I literally said these exact words, ice cream is my happy place. Right. Like, I love it. I have an ice cream maker. Like, oh, come on. It's now. my favorite thing. I hope to have an ice cream truck one day. Like, <laughs> I love ice cream. Um, I don't make it as well as other brands, but it's just, it's it's a mood, man. Like, it. For any mood, you're happy, ice cream, sad, ice cream, indifferent, ice cream. Also, and this is going to sound fake like I'm lying, waffles. So like waffles and ice cream. When I was younger, my uncle used to make waffles and ice cream. He'd make the waffles, put the ice cream on top of it. And that's like, those are like two of the best things ever to exist on a plate. And it's, it's, that's my happy place. 
weird waffles are. They are the thing that's like weaving us together right now. I, you can't stop. That's so weird. <laughs> I, I love it. I love it. Through this process, moving forward in your, your life, in your creative practice, in just whatever it is that you do, do you think that there will be different ways that you approach the the unknown when it comes to working with people you don't know, meeting people that you don't know, um, potentially having to find ways to connect with people that you don't know? You want to go ahead, Kia, if you want to go. I'm, like, I'm working on this in therapy. I don't, I don't have the answers yet. We didn't get there. Maybe in a couple months. I'll, I'll say, I'll say, I think as an artist, whatever art form that you you um, practice or is part of you, you have to approach the new project with openness. You have to say, what am I hearing? What am I, what do I want to do? What, what am I bringing to this? What, what are my surroundings saying about the thing I'm doing? You know, should I be pausing? Should I be coming back to this? And I, I think your question is really, really interesting. The idea or concept, like I'm great at bringing that openness to my work, and bringing my instincts to my work, but maybe I'm not so great taking that out into like meeting new people or, or, you know, like I'm much more likely to look for the people that I know and then just move over there versus like bringing that same openness to meeting new people or being with people or just like we're in the middle of a pandemic, you know, rolling with that. And so I think that's a great lesson or a great reminder of bringing your artist's heart, your artist's spirit to your day to day. That's not easy. She's working on it in therapy, for God's sakes. Just blew up your spot, Kia. <laughs> it's all right. You it's all right. First. I'm open about it. I'm open about it. <laughs> I think we could say I'm open too, so it's all good. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't like, I'm, a, I'm an extreme introvert. I don't know. You're asking me about being social and talking to strangers. Like, I'm sweating right now, giving me anxiety. I feel together. the angst yes, I felt in the yes. beginning of her piece. <laughs> I need to go too. eat some ice yeah. cream and find my happy place. Working through it all, <laughs> figuring it out, I think it's also a correct answer. I, I want to, like, throw back to what Kia said earlier. You know, some of the stuff we do is, is sort of downstream of where projects start. So often I find it's not me who's selecting who I work with, and it's more people who approach me and say, I want to work with you. And and then it's hopefully a matter of being open to, to what those people are bringing. But um, I, I don't feel very many opportunities where I start something and, and try to get some people on board with what I'm doing. It, it, it's sort of just a nature of, of where, um, you know, my practice fits within the, the projects that I tend to work on. Isn't it interesting how, like, I'm in the middle of two people who are very similar and like I'm the opposite of the two of you and then you two came. it's like that's just I find it so interesting because I'm that like the exact opposite I want to start everything I want to like move it and I want to be like no you come in with me it's like it's so it's so interesting how this that how you paired that up and it happened exactly oh yeah it's the I mean it's the whole different different strokes we need a little bit of everybody to to make I'm not gonna say make the world go round. I'm sorry. All none to of make this. the waffle. Say it. <laughs> oh wait, say is, it. Is this how we're ending the episode? Can't yeah. wait. I, I oh to make we, the cinnamon and the syrup go together. So oh we need God. a little bit of everybody oh to make the waffle. That's what you were saying. Say it, girl. Oh say it. <laughs> we need. Oh, okay. We 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 need a little bit of everybody to make the waffle. Well. 
don't know about you, but after that, I am pleasantly full. Be sure to join us next week for the second group in our New York City cohort, where an actress slash playwright, a spatial audio artist, and Broadway sound designer bring it four to the floor. Um, we're clearly very happy to be back on the air, and we'll hear you later. You Heard Me Right is a Spotify Sound Up original series and was workshopped as part of the Sound Up Podcasting Accelerator at Spotify headquarters in New York City. From Could Be Pretty Cool Productions, this episode was produced and edited by Casey Willis. Mixing and sound design by Moon Echo Audio. Videography by Jacob McCoy. Our executive producers are Casey Willis and Moon Echo Audio. Special thanks to Gina, Barron, Lexi, Caroline, and Simone. From Spotify, executive producers Julie McNamara, Corinne Gilliard, Natalie Tillock, and Jane Zumwalt. For more information about today's guest artists, visit us at HerdWrightPod.com or follow us on IG at HerdWrightPod. Thanks for listening. Thank you.